Hey, thank you for being with us today and carving out just a small section of your day to be with us. It means so much. Welcome to The Quest. It's always good to spend time together, especially if you're just checking us out. If you're checking us out, we just want to encourage you to scan the QR code that's right there. That QR code will pop up a link. That link will help answer some of the questions that you might have about who we are as a church. Might help you connect with us better if that's something that you want to do. One of the things we also understand is that people like to view from the back row, and when they view from the back row, they want as little human contact as possible. And if that's you, we understand. We're just glad that you're with us. And when you are ready for human contact, that QR code is the way to do it. So we encourage you to scan that QR code and make some kind of connection with us when you're ready. We also want to remind everybody that all of our talks are available in podcast form. All you have to do is search Fresno Quest Church, and you will find us on any of the podcast platforms that you're a part of. So before we get into the talk today, how about if we make a connection with God? Listen, we got busy days. We got a lot of stuff going on in our days. We got a lot of stuff that we're processing and dealing with. We got a fears and we have anxieties and we have we need peace in our lives and we need this connection with God. So I want to encourage you, let's just turn to God for a moment and let's pour our hearts out to God. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now with a great privilege we have to come to you, to turn to you, to cast our cares upon you because you care for us. Father, today we just come to you and ask that you would quiet the hearts that are fearful, that you'd bring peace and joy into hearts that need you today in the chaos that they face. Father, that you would give us faith for the challenges that we're going through in life. Father, that you would give us hope and that you would be with us and that your presence would give us the strength that we need. Father, I thank you for each person that's listening. You know what's going on in their lives. You know exactly how each one needs you at this moment right now. And so I ask that you would step in according to their faith, that Father, you would step in and meet the deepest needs of their lives that they are going to need from you today. Father, we love you. Just speak into our hearts today. Help us to have this connection with you that brings faith and strength to our lives that we need so much, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We're in a great series entitled Playlist, and, and this series is based around worship. It's not necessarily about worship, but it's based around worship. In other words, we're going to be looking at different songs every single week and allowing the lyrics of that song to shape the talk that I'm going through. As you're aware, a playlist is a group of songs designed to help us make the most of specific environments and activities in our life whether it be exercise, whether it be driving the kids, whether it be hanging out with friends. Playlists are groups of songs that fit the activity of our life. And while the melody and the beat of the music might move us, the lyrics of the song speak deeply into our heart and soul. And that's exactly what we need. We need a playlist that speaks into our heart and our soul. And that's exactly what worship is. Worship gives us strength as we respond to God. That's what David was saying when he wrote this. He said, so here I am in this place of worship, eyes open, drinking in your strength and glory. We all need strength in our lives that comes from spending time with God and connecting with God in worship. I can't tell you how many people I talk to and they talk about the strength that they need and how they're just not really feeling the strength that they need for everyday life, but worship is not a part of their life. We need a worship connection every day, not just on Sundays. 
David said it this way. He said, sing yourself into his presence. If strength in our life increases from spending time in the presence of God, then why wouldn't we have a playlist that was specifically designed to bring us into the presence of God and allow us to worship God? In fact, you can write this down in your notes as one of the points, and it's this. Worship allows us to be present in His presence, in God's presence. Worship is more than an atmosphere that reminds us about God. Worship brings us into the very presence of God where we're attentive to God. Worship is more than an activity in our lives. It actually brings us into the presence of God. I don't know if you've experienced this in your life, but if you have, then you know this next point to be true and you can write it down. An encounter with God changes everything. The reason why we need to be present with God God's presence is because when we're present in his presence, we encounter him and that encounter changes everything. It changes how we feel. It changes our perspective. It changes our confidence and it changes how we live. And remember, worship connects us to God and provides that encounter with God. So how great is it to have a playlist that is designed to enhance our encounter with God where we express to God who he is in our life? where we declare God's strength in our life, where we communicate our love to God, where we develop intimacy with God. Because intimacy doesn't just happen. Intimacy is something that we develop as we draw closer to God. Listen, life is full of uncertainties. Relationships, money, health, future, children. And in all of these uncertainties, we desperately need a connection with God. We need a greater intimacy with God that leads us to trust God. The song that we're looking at today is called The Goodness of God. It's by Bethel Music. In fact, if you're watching this, you can listen to the song just by hitting the link in the description below, and that will bring up the song and you can listen to it. But I don't want you just to listen to it. I want you to respond to it. I want the lyrics of the song to bring you into an intimacy with God that maybe you haven't had in a long time. Maybe it's something you've never had. I want the lyrics of this song to be an expression of your heart to God. So as we look at the goodness of God, how do you personally respond to the goodness of God in your life? Are you even aware of God's goodness in your life? I mean, some people, all they know to do is to blame God for the misfortunes of life. So they never recognize the goodness of God. Some see the goodness of God in the lives of others, but are unable to see it in their own life. Few actually see God's goodness in their lives, and fewer still even respond with gratitude to God's goodness in their life. How we respond to God's goodness says a lot about our connection with God. David says it this way. He says, I cannot count the times when you have faithfully rescued me from danger. I will tell everyone how good you are and of your constant daily care. I walk in the strength of the Lord God. I tell everyone that you alone are just and good. A lot of people hide behind the rationale that says, you know what? My relationship with God is personal. But I want to give you a warning, something I've said many times, but you can write this down again, and that's this. Your relationship with God is personal, but it's never meant to be private. We tend to combine those two things, personal and private, as one thing, and that becomes a problem. We don't give God the credit for the blessings in our lives, nor do we respond in gratitude, especially in public. We tend to make this response to God private, 
rather than just personal. Your expression of gratitude to God is a part of your worship to God. It's super important. In fact, something you can write down again is this. Worship is not just a part of the Christian life. It is the Christian life. Worship is your personal expression of God's goodness to you. What does the goodness of God bring out of you? How grateful are you? It's not just an internal condition. It is an external expression. Maybe you wrestle with the thoughts, Dave, you know what? I don't want people to think I'm weird. I would say it's probably better to wrestle with the thoughts. I don't want God to think I'm ungrateful. It's always better to wrestle with what God thinks of us rather than what people think of us. What gratitude does is it makes us opportunist. David says it this way. He says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. In other words, we're looking for opportunities to thank God, to tell about God and His goodness in our lives. Part of the song's lyrics read this way, With every breath that I am able, I'm going to sing of the goodness of God. That's an opportunist. We make the most of every opportunity we have to speak of His goodness in our lives. I also love the lyrics that say, All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. And you know, I hope that that chorus summons images of God's goodness and faithfulness in your life. I think most of us are pretty quick to recognize that we've experienced the goodness of God in our lives to some degree, but maybe you've never thought about it. I want you to think about the fact that just the fact that you're alive today, just the fact that you have what you have, the fact that you have people in your life that love you, the fact that God himself is with you shows the goodness of God in your life. We have so much to be thankful for. So much of God's goodness has been poured out to us. The truth is, the scripture says it this way, the Lord is good to everyone. He is merciful to all he has made. That's the truth. God is good to everyone, but not everyone chooses to recognize the goodness of God in their life. A lot of people recognize the good in their life as something that they have produced. They do not give God the credit. Have you intentionally looked back in your life and recognized times with God's blessing in your life? It's like taking an inventory. We remember the blessings that God has poured out on us. We remember times that He has protected us. We remember times that He has provided for us. Times that He has answered prayers. If you take that inventory list a little bit deeper, what you will find is that God was with you even when you didn't think He was with you. When He didn't answer the prayers that you had, He was with you. In times of loss, He was there. In times of sadness, He was right beside you. In the good and the bad, we experience the goodness of God. We need to be in touch with the goodness of God because on the days that we've blown it, on the days that we mess up, we still have to recognize that God is with us, that God does not abandon us, that God still loves us. Though you and I may have turned our back on God, God has never turned his back on us. Maybe you have given God just a little, but God continues to give you his very best. In his letter to Timothy, Paul writes this. He says this, If we are unfaithful, he, God, remains faithful because he cannot be untrue to himself. That scripture should remind us of the goodness in our lives that we don't deserve. A song like the goodness of God forces us to come face to face with our shortcomings, but that's a good thing. 
Because when we come into relationship with God, we need to understand this. God's goodness is not limited by our failures. Doesn't that humble you? You and I, we both know we have shortcomings. We have faults and failures. Things that should disqualify us from experiencing God's goodness. And God continues to pour out His goodness in our lives. God's goodness is continually poured out on your life in spite of your failures. Maybe you need to be reminded of that today. Scripture says it this way, But you, O Lord, are a merciful and loving God, always patient, always kind, and faithful. When we look at God's goodness in light of our shortcomings, it creates humility in us that allows us to love God at a deeper level. Here's something else about God's goodness. God's goodness is often revealed in your darkest hour. It's easy to see God's goodness when things are going good, the way that we want, when circumstances are good. But God is also good in the dark times, and we need to train ourselves to recognize God's goodness in difficult times, in uncertain times. Scripture says this, Lord, you give light to my lamp. My God brightens the darkness around me. God illuminates your darkest hours. You might be in a dark time right now in your life. God illuminates this darkness around us, maybe not with the answer that you're asking for, but with the peace that you need. How many times have you gone through a difficult time in your life when nobody in your life understood what was going on in your life? Nobody understood how dark it really was. Nobody but you. And though no one understood, God did. Though no one could speak into your life, God did. Even in the darkness, even in the uncertainty, God's voice led you through it. He provided for you peace in the darkness. How many times have you felt like you were alone and you cried out to God and He spoke to you and reminded you that He was with you and quieted your fears, brought you comfort, and gave you peace in your life? What we're talking about is you've experienced the 23rd Psalms when it says this, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. We need God in the darkness of our lives, but we also need God in the light of our lives. God is always with us. God is always close. There's a theological word that describes this, and it's this, that God is omnipresent. And that means that God is everywhere. There's nowhere that you can go that God is not with you. David said it this way. He said, where could I go to escape from you? Where could I get away from your presence? And the truth is, we can't get away from God's presence. There's nowhere you could go that God is not there with you. There's a pastor named Levi Lesko who who wrote something that's so good. I included it on your notes. I want you to read it. It says this, there is nothing you can do about being present with God. In other words, he is always with you. But it's up to you whether you benefit from his presence. It's up to us to be present with God when God is present with us. Just because God is present doesn't mean that we're connected. We have to come close to him and open our hearts to him. We have to unload those anxieties and those cares that we have in our life. We have to love on God. Another part of the lyric says this, I've known you as a father and I've known you as a friend. Those are two relationships that are extremely personal, and they represent strength, nurture, care, and support in our life. But it's one thing to know that God is like a father and like a friend, and it's something altogether different when we know God as our personal father and friend. 
The very nature of these relationships is that there is love that is shared and expressed one to the other. Two people have opened their hearts to one another. That's what God wants from us. I understand that not everyone has had a great father image in their life. Maybe you don't even have a great image of what a true friend is. Our loving father sacrifices everything for his kids. He holds nothing back that is good. He protects us. He makes himself always approachable to us. And his love to us is unconditional. We need to remind ourselves of those times when we needed wisdom in our life. When we didn't know what to do or where to go, where to turn. And the voice of the Holy Spirit spoke into your life and brought you the wisdom that you need, the strength that you need, the comfort that you needed, the direction that you needed. Psalms 34 says this way, Find out for yourself how good the Lord is. Happy are those who find safety with Him. Our worship is a response to a personal encounter with a personal loving Father. A personal experience of God's goodness to us. One last one. God's goodness is experienced in His forgiveness of your sin. We know that life displays, life showcases the goodness of God. The world is a cinema screen of God's goodness to us. And with that said, we cannot overlook or miss the ultimate expression of God's goodness given to us, that God sent His Son to die on the cross and pay the penalty for our sins. God showed His goodness to us by loving us when we didn't deserve it. Scripture says it this way, But God showed His great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. You know this, but there is absolutely nothing that we can do to earn God's love. There's nothing that we could do to deserve God's goodness in our life. All we can do is either accept or reject His love and His goodness to us. And the way that we do that is in how we respond to His gift, His Son, Jesus. Have you accepted Jesus and His love for you and His death on the cross for you? Have you made Jesus the center of your life, the, the passion of your life, and the purpose of your life? Listen, worship is also the expression of how do you respond to God forgiving your sins? Do you just take it for granted? Is it just a flippant response like, yeah, yeah, okay, I know. But have you come face to face with the fact that you don't deserve God's love? Have, have you come face to face with the fact that you deserve death on the cross, not Jesus, and He's the one who died for your sin. Listen, if you're not anchored to the goodness of God in your life, in other words, if you're not connected to or aware of God's goodness to you personally, you will lower your theology to match your pain. In other words, we will be convinced that God doesn't care about us because we are oblivious to His goodness to us. That's how important it is for us to understand God's goodness, to embrace it and accept it. Because when we reject it, when we take it for granted, our theology changes. Who we believe God to be becomes about us, not about Him. I want to remind you of a really important scripture, and it's this. It's in Psalms as well. It says, Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me, all the days of my life and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. The goodness of God pursues you and is with you every day of your life. The question is, how are you responding to the goodness of God? Does your worship to God 
express your thankfulness for his goodness in your life. Look at I want to close with a word of prayer. And listen, this whole idea of our connection with God begins with a relationship. And if you don't have that, this is the time to do it. All you have to do is say, God, I want this relationship. I want you to be the center of my life. I want to be connected to your goodness. And I want to personally experience your love and your goodness by accepting what you did in sending your son to die on the cross for my sins. I want, Father for you to be my personal father and my friend. I say it all the time, there's no magic words. You just speak from your heart. And I'm gonna speak with you and I'm gonna pray with you, but let's just talk to God together. Heavenly Father, we love you and we come to you right now, first of all and foremost, for those that wanna begin this relationship with you. Father, they've never embraced your goodness. Father, they've always looked at the bad in their life and blamed you, but never, given you credit for the blessings in their lives. They've never even accepted the ultimate expression of your love and goodness in accepting the death of your son, Jesus, for their sins. Father, today, as they do that, as each person is praying that prayer and talking to you and accepting that, I ask that you would step in, wipe the slate clean, Give them a new, fresh purpose in life. Give them a new meaning in life. Father, I ask that you would step in and give them joy where they have not experienced joy. Father, that they would experience and be overwhelmed with the goodness that you have given to them. Father, we're so grateful for your goodness in our lives. May we never take it for granted. Help us to be more proactive in expressing our gratitude in recognizing that every good and perfect gift comes from you. Father, help us to be intentional about giving you the credit and thank you for your goodness that pursues us all the days of our life. Father, we are so grateful for that and we're so grateful for you. May we not take this for granted, we pray. We ask these things in Jesus' name, amen. I want to encourage you to begin to take a list. I want to encourage you to begin to look at your life and recognize the areas of your life that maybe you've taken for granted. Maybe you've failed to recognize God's goodness. From the little things to the big things. And yes, you will be overwhelmed and you won't be able to make an accurate count of all the blessings that God has given to you. But I want you just to begin to step into that so you recognize all of God's goodness that has been given to you. I want you to experience and be overwhelmed with God's goodness because that's what he's given to you. And of course, it begins with loving you and forgiving you. I promise your worship will change because your worship will express your gratitude for the goodness of God in your life. Listen, I also want to encourage all of you that if you're not in a connection group, remember, please get into a connection group. We need community. God created us for community, and we need people in life that we do life with. We need people that are going to pray with us, people that are going to encourage us, people that are going to walk with us, people that are going to spur us on in our faith, and that happens in connection groups. And if you're not in one, scan the QR code. That QR code will connect you to information that will provide the steps to, that you need to take to connect you with connection group leaders. The community that we need in our lives provides strength for our lives. I just want to encourage you to step into that. I know it's a big step for some. 
So I wanna encourage you to begin to take that step. I also wanna say thank you for your financial gifts. Thank you for giving to the quest. Thank you for providing for the needs of the quest and being faithful in that. Listen, whatever you have provided, whatever God has laid on your heart, I want you to understand that we don't take that for granted and we are so appreciative of your faithfulness and your steps of faith in trusting God in your giving. If you wanna give online, that QR code is also a ways to do that. If you need someone to pray with you, listen, please scan the QR code. We would love to have other people pray with you about what's going on in your life. It's not something that we publicize to everybody, but we have specific people that are prayer warriors that will pray. And if you need someone to pray with you, we can connect your needs with people that will take those needs before God. Listen, I'm so glad that you're with us today. I'm so glad that you included us in your day. And I just want to say thank you. I hope that you have a great rest of the week. I hope that you become more aware of God's goodness in your life. Until next week, God's very best to you. God's goodness to you. Bye-bye.